very warm welcome to our Whispers of the Soul podcast, where we host conscious conversations with a spiritual and soulful twist. We and our guest speakers talk about life-changing events orchestrated from our soul, so that we can raise the profile of our quieter and more softer voice that comes from our intuition. So stay with us for your next soul download. Whispers of the soul. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Whispers of the Soul. I'm Sally. And I'm Sibby. Um, and we're super excited. Um, we've been backstage chatting to our next fabulous guest, Gosha Gorner. And uh, can't wait to tell you all about her um, for you gorgeous listeners out there. So Gosha is an award-winning transformational coach, speaker and best-selling author of The Expansion Game, which we're going to chat about during this uh, podcast episode, I'm sure. Um, it's a very powerful method which transforms fear into successes. And over the last 20 years, Gosha has worked with thousands of people across the world, supporting them in finding greater clarity and confidence. Gosha is passionate about helping leaders and change makers to make outstanding uh, decisions and be more impactful. And her work demonstrates how the power of intuition, which we're a fan of on this show, whispers of the soul, and skillful handling of fear can help us achieve greater clarity, peace, and success. She's also been called a seer, a healer, a visionary, a soul messenger, so perfect for this show, and a clarity <laughs> doctor. Since a very young age, she has been deeply guided by her intuition to make important decisions that have had great impact, not only on her, but also those around her and our wonderful listeners for today's show. Yes. A very warm welcome, Gosha. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my God, I'm already having fun. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. So I think this is going to be a fantastic chat with you. I know. And I just love what we were talking about with the intuitive side and kind of opening ourselves up and being those glorious channels um, for, you know, whatever needs to come through for today's podcast episode for the lovely listeners. And um, I'm sure that there's going to be many questions on people's mind um, uh, about you. And so, you know, it's difficult, isn't it, really, to kind of pick one thing, but... Um, I don't know if you if you feel guided to share a little bit of your personal story and, and how you got to be where you are now or, um, you know, you want to focus a little bit on the book, the expansion game for people listening or wherever you want to stop. Gosh, we will go with you. <laughs> I suppose the, the, the thing that I would like to share is that my greatest superpower is intuition mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> And it was always intuition that got me out of trouble, that also landed the best opportunities. It saved my life mm -hmm. on a few occasions. And also, it's through the intuitive wisdom that I channeled the technique. Mm -hmm. uh, and the book is talking about the how to how to change fear into success. But I actually didn't come up with it logically. It was channeled into my consciousness while I was in the, with a client. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say that I'm deeply grateful that I was dyslexic um, and that I was quite challenged at school. Actually, I don't consider myself um, particularly um, academic, 
but extremely intelligent, spiritually intelligent, like we mm-hmm. you know, all are <laughs> listening to the podcast. And um, <clears throat> but the, it was intuition that brought me the greatest gifts. And those moments when I didn't listen to my intuition were those moments when I was scared. Mm-hmm. So then I, my mission really is in, in my life is to help people to release what's blocking them. Often it is fear, not only. It could be trauma, it could be sadness, it could be anger, but it's often the fear. And, and I discovered a way of how to use the fear, um, treat it as a friend, and turn, turn it into the biggest impact. So the success for me, success in life, is living with the greatest possible impact. This is the you know definition mm-hmm. of success. And so I think the most important thing really about me is that I believe that we all have it. And when people start using it, um, they're not only more successful, but more impactful and more happy. So that's mm-hmm. what my life is all about that. Mm. I love that. And um, am I right in thinking that some something that changed for you was you were asked to do a talk? Is that right? That you were asked to do a talk somewhere a long time ago and your your voice was saying don't that you were frightened and you did it anyway. And and was that do you think that was flexing a little bit of that that muscle of, you know, I'm gonna do it anyway? And and once we start to do that. It gets yeah. stronger, doesn't it? Yeah, my, my first ever talk happened when I was in my, I don't know, 20s or I was quite, I was very young. And uh, basically, I was already using intuition quite a lot. And I was, in fact, working with clients and teaching them how to, how to do it themselves. And then I met this guy who was an intuition trainer. And we went for tea and we, we, we chatted and, you know, he's found out more about me. And I think it was on that first meeting when he said, listen, in a few days' time, I'm, I'm giving a talk or a little workshop on a boat on, on, on the Thames in London. Would you come with me? Would you actually run half of the event? And I, and I thought to myself, well, obviously not. I'm not prepared. We don't have time to discuss it. And he goes, why don't we just go with the flow? And I, and I, and, um, and I was really, really scared. And um, plus English, you know, was it's not my first language, and it was like many, many years ago. And um, but then obviously he goes, "Come on, you know, just just do it." I, he says, "I know that you'll do a great job." And um, so I was scared, and um, and I think I'm, the part <laughs> you you you're referring to, I also had like for the next few days diarrhea <laughs> because I was yeah, because your body reacts as well, yeah. doesn't it? I was petrified, yeah. but um, but but you see what happened was that I uh, I didn't have my technique yet then you know channeled, mm-hmm. but what I did use from from a very early age I was writing the intentions. So like, what would I prefer to happen? Like in in the ideal world, what would I love to see happening? And I wrote I would love the the people to find it extremely helpful, and. He, go home and use something that I show them, they will change their life. Yeah. And then, so I wrote exactly what I wanted to get out of that. And what I wanted to get out of it is to make an impact because I'm quite obsessed with it. Wherever I go, wherever I do. And so, um, and afterwards they came up and they said, oh my God, that was amazing. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it. This is so good. You know, things like 
on a scale from one to ten how appropriate this situation situation is for me this food this person and i call them one minute um um answers like one 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 minute intuitive bits of wisdom and uh, it doesn't have to be one minute it could be one second right yeah <laughs> and, and, I, and i showed them how how to quickly get the the, the answers to those uh, questions and um a lot of those people actually kept on using them from then on and said that it's changed their life so when when i focus on the intention the fear dropped yeah yeah mm. wonderful yeah and that's a big big part of it isn't it i think mm. that the more conscious you are the more connected you are to intention and really kind of digging into that root reason or that core reason the why connecting to the why of what you're doing and i think it's really interesting what you were saying about um you know when the intuition came in it kind of almost took over and that was that kind of led you to take the actions that you did and, and make the choices that you did and and fear kind of you know had to take a back seat and i can i can definitely relate um to that but what i wanted to ask you was sometimes i have these intuitive senses and it might be me sharing you know my music on a stage or talking in front of people or being more visible or whatever it is and it's like my my intuition and my soul is quite happy it's like woohoo let's do this yeah 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 and then when it actually comes to it the rest of me is like what I didn't get that memo (laughs) what do you mean you want me to stand up there in front of all those people so I was just wondering if um you know for people listening if they if they do have that that sense of there's almost a, a duality there in play how how do they you know use that intuition to kind of be their main guiding force almost it's a very it's a very good question i think i suppose we we, we really need to know how to do that to um to live with purpose particularly you know all the change makers well i can tell you how i do how i do this and how i teach my 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 clients how to do this so i'll go back to the um to the intention so even with my expansion game technique um i would say okay this is this this is what i want to achieve Okay, very specifically, say, what, what do you want to achieve in your life? What do you want to get? Where do you want to get? And then um, when that is very clear, uh, you ask yourself, so what's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> if you have a fear, it's usually what was the worst thing that, that could happen. And interestingly enough, with a lot of change makers, it's not only fear of failure, fear of being judged, fear of being criticized, fear of not being good enough. It's actually often fear of success. Mm-hmm. that's outside of the comfort zone because we've never made 10 million pounds or we've never spoken to 10 million people or right and um so for the ego is so unknown and it's such a new area that it perceives it as an unsafe place to be so or earning too much money not being able to pay for the tax right all, all of those all those things so um, I speak to my to my fears and I tempt them and I say, listen, guys, I thank you so much for wanting to to make me feel safe. And um, but then I start playing with them, like the expansion game. Let us just take a, take an example of going on on stage, right? Yeah. So go on stage, whether you're singing or me speaking, 
Um, and um, I'll give you an example of me going last year to, to Istanbul to speak in front of a thousand business people. But they were like very um, ordinary business people. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, in gray suits and all of that. And I was speaking about intuition. And so I was thinking if I go um, and I deliver this speech and the person who invited me um, will think, oh, my God, why did I invite her? Oh, my God, my boss really hates this. The people find it uncomfortable. He will get into trouble. So my fear was he'll get into trouble. Then the, the, the business people will be bored. They will not get it. They will hate it. And I will let everybody down who trusted in me. So I had all those fears. I wrote them down. I marked them off on the scale from 1 to 10. And they were around like 8. That's quite high. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, to, because usually I, when I come on stage, I I feel excited and I have almost no fear. But it was such a big audience, and they were not my typical soul whisperers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that soul whisperers. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so so I asked myself, so was the the worst uh, possible scenario? I wrote all of them. I marked them. And then I looked at, well, what's my intentions? And my intention is that those people will cry from recognition of the truth, that they will get inspired, that they will go home and they will use it in their work and their personal life. They will contact me. They will come and speak to me, that they will get the book and that they will, uh, through my meditation, because I always do a blessing meditation, that they will go into a place, they connect with themselves, that they can never unconnect that they will always be connected to that. And that in, in turn, it will make them the most outstanding leaders and and fathers and mothers. And so I wrote all of that down and I wrote a future script, which goes, I'm so grateful that I have made a big impact on, on this audience and, and I kept on reading it. But still there was some fear. So then I did this um, expansion game tool on myself where I said, I allow myself to make a total idiot of myself, let all those people down, for them to hate me, never invite me again. It was to, for that to be the worst presentation of my life. I allow myself to, to stutter and freeze. And, <laughs> and I'm so much looking forward to it, right? So there is always a little bit of a sense of humor in yeah. this. <laughs> And I said, I allow myself for that presentation to be the best presentation I have ever done in my life. Um, And to be different to the other speakers, which I was, because nobody spoke about intuition, to to create difference and lightness and contrast and for, 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 for then for people to come and speak to me and ask me questions and for me to be able to impact them even in those five minutes of conversation. So their life changed forever. And I allow myself to have fun and travel and swim in the sea. So I made this sort of like a story of it. And then I kept on repeating it um, and exaggerating the the worst possible scenario, exaggerating the good scenario. And after a while, um, just I, I just was mostly in touch with the, with the positive vision. Mm-hmm. And while, while I was on the plane, I was speaking to my spirit and my soul. That's that's my other that's my other tool that I say, hey soul, you know I'm scared. What do I need to know in order to get on this stage and be relaxed? 
and this then saw my soul start speaking and says, see what you need to know that you've agreed to be there years before. Mm-hmm. It's been pre-arranged and they're waiting for you. And it's not about you. And you just need to relax and connect to 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 your true self and just speak from your heart. And what else do I need to know? So I, I wrote all those answers down. How do I need to be when I go on stage? You need to be a nobody. You don't need to be clever. You don't need to prove anything. Just be nobody. Just be love. Okay, fine. And what do I need to say? And then you see that the next thing is that just before going on stage, I ask my soul, what's the most important thing I need to say? And it was different to what I've prepared. Mm. That put me a little bit uh, again on on, on edge. And and they said, no, no, don't panic. It's just that one thing that you need to say differently. And um, because it was a little bit challenging, you know, Uh, it was a little bit about um, giving them some uh, scientific research that says that when that that when people don't use the intuition, it's risky and costly and whatever. So putting fear into them. <laughs> I don't want to do that, but I did and it paid nicely. So anyway, so you see, doing the expansion game, mm-hmm. writing future script, visualizing myself uh, on the stage, channeling, speaking to my soul before, asking for the main messages. So when I was preparing my speech, I wrote what my soul wanted me to say. And they still bloody hell changed. <laughs> changed. <laughs> so that's how I, uh, that's how I um, communicate with my soul. But I also, I don't speak to my intuition too much if I'm heavily in my fear. So I do, you know, I sometimes do tapping. Um, I do havening. I do barefoot walking, I do breathing, I do meditation. So before I go into my intuitive side, I tend not to do that if I am in fear. So I know I've been speaking a long time, but that's that's the main thing I wanted to say. No, that's really that's really fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. I love I love also one um one of the things that you said where your soul said it's not about you, because I found that very um very freeing and and has has empowered me to do things you know as to just think it's not about me this is about you know serving being of service this is about what you know it's not your ego it's it's um and also I love the fact that that you you were destined to you know your soul saying well this has already been planned for yeah (laughs) you know you were going to come here anyway so and and it just it just it kind of gets you to a different level doesn't it where you can um sit with your fear in a an easier way and kind of go it's okay it's okay fear and and there's an amazing bit in that book um big magic have you read big magic by um read it completely but i was yeah yeah, and and she does this letter to fear where she describes fear sitting in the car with her and she's having a conversation and it's very playful which i love your your relationship with fear seems to be quite playful yes yeah which which is quite empowering isn't it what do you think Sally? absolutely <clears throat> I think if if more of us approached fear in that way we would start seeing you know we would start experiencing very different outcomes and results because you know sometimes <laughs> it's like fear when you when you really get into that place it, it you can get really serious can't you yeah. like 
oh and then you, your voice goes and then you kind of I, I mean I'm cancerian so I'll do the hermit thing I'll just go inside <laughs> and like you know put the closed sign out and <laughs> just <laughs> you know be with myself but I just think that that idea of, of being more playful but also what you were saying about I allow myself that mm. that really stood out to me because I think that is sometimes I think in in my situation and hopefully for the listeners um, listening sometimes it's almost like I need to say that I need to say I allow myself in order for me to then have the experience I, I don't know why I need to hear it but it's for me it feels very powerful and mm. um, and and the way that you know you were talking with the obviously part of the expansion game is how you exaggerate those fears and you know I've got I think I've got a quite good sense of humor you know it just sort of brings us that side of it. and I'm thinking what why yeah what <laughs> <laughs> you know talking about the exaggeration because you see what normally happens we exaggerate in our head oh my my husband um didn't call me yet I, I'm sure he's that de- he's dead you know? <laughs> and, you know, we go. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I didn't have uh, any bookings for for a few weeks. I I suppose I will lose my house, and we live under the bridge. So the the exaggeration happens anyway. Yeah. Um, in our uh, in our mind, but when we verbalize it, it loses its power because yeah. we shine the light upon it. But when we leave it inside, sometimes we even don't notice it's there. It sort of eats away on us. So I love putting it on the table. And the more you exaggerate, the more funny it becomes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can and you can also kind of go and you can carry you can play that game in the sense of like, okay, so what if 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 that is the case, then then what? You know, and you can kind of like keep going, I suppose, can't you? Then what would happen? And then you can mm. go along all of the worst case scenarios and and come up with almost like oh well then I'll do this and I'll do that. I don't know if that... this is precisely the point and you know in my book I go into lots of other sort of strategies and the thing is and and I, I tell you a story which um it's a little bit um I would say dodgy <laughs> <laughs> but but, uh, but but it shows the the power of exaggeration so uh, I worked in the breast cancer clinic for 18 years and I was uh, like, it was like an alternative, complementary uh, uh, charity. And f- so women would come and they will receive amazing support, uh, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, you know, nutritional. And I was, I was the therapist there as well. And this is where I gave birth to the, to, to the book. And one day that this, this woman comes and she says, I'm so petrified of my mom dying. And I said, okay, well, I bet f- fair enough. I mean, I- I'm scared of my mom dying. Um, and and uh, and I said, uh, so what's the what's the challenge around that? He said, well, you know, I'm so scared that she may die any moment that I don't go on holidays, I don't see friends, I stop relationships, um, I spend all weekends with her, but I actually hate her house and I eat shit when I'm with her. And um, because I want to keep her company, I don't know. And she said, I've got cancer. She doesn't know, but I eat all this shit with her because, you know, so she went on and on. And her mom living, actually, 
um, wasn't a actually the best for her, like, looking at it. Yeah. And like that. And I said, so how old is your mom? And she goes, 93. <laughs> and I said, how, did, how long did you live like that for? And she goes, about 20 years. Oh, my God. Wow. Yes. And I said, are you telling me that you didn't have a proper relationship? And uh, she said, no. Because I always want to spend every weekend with her just in case she dies soon. Gosh. So she put her life on hold for about 20 years. Can you imagine this? I, I'm struggling, actually. Yeah. But, I mean, that is a big fear. That's a big enactment of the fear, isn't it? To... And she must have gone through quite a process to be to recognise that, if that had been going on for so long. Well, eventually. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> eventually to recognise it. So I said to her, listen, so what would be the biggest benefit and gift if your mom popped you, popped her socks before, tomorrow? And she went like, <gasps> she almost had a heart attack. And I, and, I, and I said, look, we're only playing, you know, nothing yeah. serious. And I said, what would be the biggest benefit if your mom dies? Well, for starters, I would um, start eating better diet at the weekends. And she went on and on. And she said, I would maybe have a relationship because she was... I think she was 67 or something, you know, or 70 even. I, I don't remember exactly how she, how old she was, but she said, I would be, spend more time with my friends. And for the first time in years, I would go on a holiday to somewhere warm. So I, I need to be always close in England, just mm -hmm. in case she dies, you know. Oh, by the way, her mom was a bit unwell, sick. So it wasn't like she, she was completely healthy there was some problem which yeah. meant that she could have died any moment right yeah yeah right? so she, she there was a like a medical reason for it but the mother lived until 90 something you know and um so i said okay so what are the benefits and she went on and relationship friends trips re relaxation better food better health and i said well and I said, so repeat after me, I love my mom to die. And I'm so much looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to my to myself having a boyfriend, traveling, da, 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 and, and having and selling her house and living where I've always wanted to live and having more money. And and she goes like, holy shit, she goes, I see what you mean. <laughs> no, I'm, going, I'm not going to murder my mom, but I cannot <laughs> I can see we good thing as well. I should I would be sad. And anyway, the fear dropped from like 10 out of 10 to maybe about six. Mm. Wow. Mm. And um and then we 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 did some more work next time when, when she had a session <laughs> the fear, I think dropped to like three or two. And then um so then she had time to focus on her life, on mm. herself. Yeah. She's not putting her life on hold. And it had profound effect on her. Just that one uh, one exercise when, you know, when you said, when you said, CB, you know, what, what if this happens? I will do this or that. Sometimes mm. the worst thing happens. It's the best thing possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a job. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I hate the job, you know. Also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you can look back on a lot of things um, in your life, can't you? And yeah. see and see, see the benefits afterwards <laughs> yeah and see that oh, well that's why that happened even though at the time it seemed you know like the worst thing but actually it led me to do this and it led me to do that and yeah close relationships right you, yeah yeah remember one day when when uh, for the first time ever it was usually the other way around and this guy told me i'm i'm, I'm leaving you and i just i remember i was just 
lying on the floor and sobbing like a child. I was like, I can't imagine living without him. Yeah. But that 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 pain, that drama lasted, I don't know, maybe for two or three days. And then I started feeling so free and so expanded and so much happier. And my life has sort of n- never been better kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm. it's interesting. It it reminds me of when I was when I was single in my twenties. This is really when my intuition started to. I'd always I'd always felt it, and I'd uh, I'd acted on it, you know. And I've um with quite profound consequences at times where I've gone wow, and and sometimes I've I've acted on it, but perhaps also had a little nudge from the universe as well. <laughs> but um, but I remember being single and meeting. I, I would meet. I would meet someone this is when it really started to be like zoom you know really strong like I'd meet someone and and sort of get carried carried away with the you know the excitement of it and then I'd literally wake up one morning and it'd be like zoom no they're not the right person and and it was so strong and I knew it was and and I wanted to talk to you as well about the difference between fear and intuition but I knew that this was an intuition and the reason it was doing it so early was it was kind of saying you'll be you it'll be a waste of time you know don't don't pursue this (laughs) and then I'd have to have a a conversation and I would I would say I remember saying you know it happened a few times I just know this isn't right you know I just something in me just knows this isn't right and it's not anything you've done. It literally is my instincts are saying this isn't right, you know. And I remember just feeling that's when I became very, very aware of the power of of intuition and how it manifested for me, which was mm. very guttural and kind of literally like when you say your gut, you know, it's in your gut. How, how do you, because I think I've also had to work on in other situations is this my intuition or is it me being fearful? And I'm really interested in your take on that. I'm, I'm going to, to share my take on it, but I would love I would love you to also say, because I always, I keep on learning, you know, every everybody's got a different way of um, uh, navigating this question, yeah. right? So I, I tell you, um, I even have a slide, you know, like when I do presentation. So the difference between fear and intuition. So... Mm. Intuition um, is very calm and peaceful, and it's quite quiet. So, for instance, I'm walking through the forest, and and I have, you know, in the old old times, I had the um, Walkman sort of headphones on, and um, and I hear in my mind very clear message: take your headphones off, put it away. No drama, no hysteria. No, but very clear, very simple. Now it's time to take it off. But I ignored it, ignored it. Okay, so I kept on walking, listening to a podcast or some sort of, you know, lecture yeah. or whatever. Um, and then um, I, I hear the next uh, message. Um, take the headphones off now. Yeah, this time I had stomach ache, t- tension. It was it was a tightness in my stomach as if I was moving into danger. Mm, right. Mm. But I, I first me- message was very uneventful, very peaceful, very neutral. So intuition can be giving us very powerful messages, but it's quite neutral. 
it's not for you like you said with the, re the relationship well it's changed over the years how it manifests but carry on right yeah so, like you know even when i was going to, to to poland and my father was about to die um and i was asking is he going to die see you know like big questions and mm. nothing no answer and then when i was packing my bag take black clothes okay that's fine thank you but when I, I kept on asking is he going to die or not I didn't receive a message like take I, I, take black clothes I don't wear black anymore so, oh okay 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 fine and I just no drama no hysteria nothing no mm. you know um, nothing special it was neutral peaceful calm okay so coming back so I'm only on, on, in this forest now walking and I'm feeling tension the message is connected with physical tightness. So when something is not quite right, I find that mm, I get stomach tightness. Mm. When things are right, there is a stomach expansion and heart expansion is like tightness. So at this point, I take my headphones down, put them away, and I walk maybe one more minute. And this guy is sort of standing on the um, pathway and uh, and I need to quickly decide where to where to go. And um, and um, I get very strongly drawn to run through the forest towards the, um, the like like an opening where I know somehow I need to run towards it to, to meet some people, and I do. But I'm running, but actually I'm running and I'm peaceful. Mm -hmm. All I'm focusing on is running as fast as I can. So anyway, I managed to to escape him. But if I was looking down. Yeah. If I was in 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 you know listening to the music, listening to 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 being somewhere else and a bit floaty, I wouldn't be able to act so fast. Maybe I would trip over you know the wire or something. So um, in a summary, intuition speaks in a neutral, peaceful, calm voice. Doesn't exaggerate, um, and often gives physical uh, elements to it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, fear exaggerates, dramatizes, and it's often based on past wounds because it basically wants to prevent you from pain. So it goes, "Don't do this," because if you do this, he will do this to you. He would, he would haunt you. He will hurt you. He will leave you. Uh, if you say yes, they will. Whatever stories that you've experienced, it mm. will bring up and it will exaggerate them. Yeah. So if I hear stories in my head which exaggerate the reality, I know it's not intuition. Mm. Mm. I love that explanation. Yeah, yeah. I, lo I love the way. Uh, and, and also I love that the, the, the first voice was clear and quiet and then mm. it, you didn't, you, you ignored it. So then it, it it was like bringing another element in to sort of give you that little extra I think push, but it's it's certainly that situation. Wow, you know to to know that you avoided that situation for a reason and that your intuition was kicking in. Go on, Sally. I was going to. I was just going to say it's it's very similar to our concept of the whispers of the soul because mm. when when the you know when that intuition does come through, it, it I always off you know liken it to the quieter voice it's not demanding it's not having a tantrum it's not trying to get your attention through any which way possible yeah and um it's funny I think when I was listening to what you were saying Sibby as well I was thinking about but what about what about the people that 
are either ignoring their intuition or just really are living very far away from mm. their intuition what happens then and I think that's I was just thinking when you were talking it's almost like when you mentioned about the universe it's almost like that's when the universe is like right it bring, brings out the big guns it's like come on <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's lob in some synchronicities here let's like pop yeah. in a few signs let's have uh, repeating incidences to make this person really you know because the, the intuition's just shut down and it's almost like it's like a, a safety net isn't it the universe is like oh mm. come on let's go sleeves <laughs> up let's let's uh, concentrate on getting some of these messages yeah. through um yeah go on sorry go you know i just just thought um to share with you this this idea that came to my mind when we live very far from ourselves and when we ignore what we feel what we need um and we ignore the messages, it is almost like a violent, um, ex- it's, it's, it's treating oneself in a violent way. I know it's an exaggeration. It's a form of violence. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the body's begging you and it's on its knees and says, can you please stop eating this? Because every time you eat it, you feel sleepy, drowsy, six you, you you're bloated you keep on eating it and you keep on eating it you feel you, this inflammation you keep on eating and you think it's fine you know i went out with a friend for dinner and i, I could see she was coughing she, as soon as she ate whatever she ate she was coughing she was clearing her nose and and, and her stomach her stomach got bigger and, and i just thought to myself wow um how how strongly can you ignore the messages your body is giving you? And she goes, oh, my God, I shouldn't be eating this. I know, but I know, but I love it. I just love it. And so it's a, almost a violent, uh, ex- being violent towards yourself. So then if we do this for too long, often a violent situation comes into our life. It could even be a sickness, cancer, car accident, losing something and i think that um being peaceful calm listening to your body and listening to your soul and asking questions it's one of the most loving thing things that we could do to for ourselves paying attention being present but also asking questions because we and i think this is such an important thing for me you know when i work with my clients and i run my courses that intuition loves good questions we ask ourselves stupid questions like what if i um what if i fail or what if he leaves me or what if i don't make any money this year or like we ask those questions and then and our soul goes well why don't you ask a question who do i need to be to make the biggest difference what do i need to do this year to make i don't know 20 million pounds so i can give it all away to charity why don't yeah. you ask questions like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? When I was listening to what you were saying about, um, you know, the intentions and how uh, how you want to kind of work, and uh, I was I was thinking about, do you know, sometimes I think with uh, I'm, I'm I'll own this as my own thing, but I also see it in other people. It's almost like there's this reluctance to think big. There's, yes. there's a reluctance to go bigger than just, you know, there's this idea of we'll just stay in your lane. And yes. if if I try and unpick that, it's I think it's a lot to do with conditioning. It's a lot to do with 
you know, oh, well, you're not special. So why would you be thinking that? That that all comes into it. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, from this, um, well, we've had many insights in this conversation, but that think bigger, it's almost, I've heard people say it, I've seen the quotes, It's it's gone the circuit 20 times, but it's just landing for me in a different way after our conversation, this think bigger. It's like, yeah. And then when you were saying about, well, they're they're the good questions you know my Mm -hmm. creativity my intuition you know it could it's it is expansive but then (laughs) I am asking the stupid questions like (laughs) what if nobody likes the music (laughs) (laughs) it's like stop it (laughs) you do (laughs) yeah exactly Um, exactly and I think that's the thing isn't it I'm finding the joy in playful isn't it the joy in what you do yeah if you get joy from it that's enough in some ways isn't it yeah and and that kind of you know um you I was reading a little bit on your website about the trinity of success that that you're talking about transforming fear the power of the heart and intuition and then we've not really touched on the power of the heart but wow what a powerful combination those Mm. three things are (laughs) so yes go on i just wanted to say that um you know finishing this this whole thing around questions is that what i've discovered about questions is that um they, they can completely change the way I feel in any given moment. But mm. within seconds, I can change the way I feel. But then the, the, the questions that I ask myself, they don't need to be even answered because even sometimes enough is to, to ask yourself a question. Just get on with your day. And the, uh, the questions will be answered through meeting people, through a phone call, you know. So, for instance, a question... Mm, and you said about joy and, and sense of humor. What would bring me the greatest joy today? That's mm-hmm. a beautiful question. You know, mm-hmm. in order for me to be deeply joyful today, what do I need to pay attention to? What do I need to do? What do I need to let go of? Soul and intuition loves those questions. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they are um, they're creating a space through which the soul can do its work. I just wanted to to finish that because it's important and the um that's why i created um uh, this this program called clarity activator because um when my mom was sick when my mom was um in in the process of i suppose dying you know and i it really shook me because i didn't want her to go obviously um knowing all i know i thought to myself okay how can I continue doing my work? How can how can I continue being effective while she's um, going through this process of releasing this 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 world and life? And so I had I had some moments of challenges, and I thought to myself, well, what 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 do I need to do? And I took myself through a process that I could cut through those fears, embrace them, and I kept on asking myself those questions, and then I thought, oh. If, if it helped me to re- regain confidence and peace and no matter what's happening around me when I'm losing things and people, why would it would probably help other people as well? So I put it into a program. It's called Clarity Activator. And I leave those questions there, very, you know, take people through those questions and any, cl- any problem that you may have, any confusion releases if you take yourself with those 
range of questions. So I highly recommend to play with it. Mm-hmm. But then we, we, we went into this whole thing around heart. And this is, again, again I um, take people into a place of heartfulness. Because when the heart is peaceful, then intuition starts flowing. And mm-hmm. that includes, of course, embracing what is, embracing the drama, the challenge, the fear, and putting um, the most loving energy into all those monsters <laughs> that hop about, which is very, very important because we're not meant to fight with the fears. We're meant to understand them, honor them, respect them, see them, embrace them, love them, as remembering that they are here for a purpose. And the purpose of the fears I've come to understand is to expand us. Mm. Protect us, yes, but also to expand us. So if we, the bigger the fear, and this is my most favorite quote that I created, the biggest the fear, the bigger the shift that will follow. Mm. So if the fear is really huge, so I'm speaking now to the listeners. If you have a big fear now in your life, get excited because it shows that you are getting ready for big expansion. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that makes me sort of also think about um you know I I speak to my children about bravery and um and that you know you're um being brave doesn't mean you're fearless being brave means you have you have fears and you do it anyway you know and that's that's kind of the difference between I think when we're when we're young we see brave as being fearless don't we you you know that and and it's not it's actually how much how many fears or how big a fear can you conquer and that's does that make sense same with the courage as well isn't it yes yeah I was um I was thinking about when you were talking about asking the um questions for me that's really that's stepping back into your role as a creator we are mini creators we co-create and sometimes we just get caught up in the tide and forget that you know we've got our own boats and our own oars yeah (laughs) a little bit of a compass and a navigational map you know (laughs) and so that asking the questions I think is a really important thing you know Mm. start to challenge yourself in that way but uh, but you know lay it down and say well what is it I want to experience if I want to experience joy today like you were saying gosh what can I do to experience that who who asks that not many mm. people I know <laughs> but we should be asking that yeah we should be that should be what we yeah. are asking um I'm just aware of time and uh, uh we've packed so much in and it's just been so fantastic um but I just wondered if if you did want to do a, a blessing at the end and and uh, for the listeners to experience in here as well that would be wonderful Yes, and, and thank you for giving me time. And it will be a blessing, but also be like a short meditation mm-hmm. where I would like to take everything we have spoken about into it. So it will be like a summary um, of all the important things that we have touched on. And I thank you so much for giving oh. me the chance to, to talk to your listeners, but also to do the blessing and meditation. So, so if we close our eyes and pay attention to how we're feeling right now. How are you feeling at this very moment? Is there anywhere in your body that um, it's calling you for attention? Maybe it's attention or pain or something is asking you to notice it. So scan your body from the top to the bottom as if you were a scanning machine. 
Notice if there's any tension anywhere. Ask your body, what does it want to tell you? Ask that part of your body, what do you need from me? Scan your body all the way down to the, to the bottom, to your feet. And imagine that you're standing under the shower of light and um, allow yourself to be relaxed with each breath more and more and let go of anything that doesn't serve you at this very moment. Allow it to just wash away with the light. Focus on your heart and think about something or someone that you are very grateful to and allow this gratitude to be expanded, illuminated with your attention and then imagine in the middle of your heart this beautiful, this beautiful glow, it could be golden or just bright light, it's shining out of your heart and it's illuminating every single cell in your body and it's illuminating every single aspect of your life and it's becoming, becoming bigger and bigger and it's going towards the right, left, top, bottom and in all directions and it's spreading towards your people, family, friends, clients, your business and this amazing glow is touching every element of your life. It's illuminating your life with wisdom, with intuition, with clarity, with love. And I would love you to now imagine that you are going to meet your future self in a few months time where something that you are trying to find answers to is resolved. Something that you wanted to change, improve, has already improved enough for you to feel, I have arrived, I know what to do, I'm doing it now. Something important that you want to achieve has been achieved. So go and have a look at it and notice what you've done to make it happen and ask your future self, what is it that I need to remember in order to do this effortlessly, to achieve it effortlessly? What questions do I need to ask myself on a daily basis, which will help me to get there with ease? How do I need to be to get here to this place of expansion and success? What energy do I need to be in? What's the one thing that I need to start doing now every day that will help me to get there with ease? What's the one thing that is the key? What actions do I need to take? And have a look. How are you being? How are you doing? What are you doing in order to get where you want to get? whether it's your career or your health or your relationships. 
and send love from that place where you've already achieved where you wanted to today to this moment when you're listening to this podcast this amazing podcast send love to this place and resources from your wiser self and in this place I'm going to ask you to bless yourself while I'm blessing you so from the bottom of my heart just repeat after me in your mind quietly from the bottom of my heart I bless myself with the most amazing feeling of peace and calmness. I bless myself with confidence. I bless myself with courage to do the right things to achieve what I came here to achieve. I bless myself with deep sense of wisdom and clarity so I know what to do every single day. I bless myself with expansion so I step into my full potential every single moment, every single day. I do what I came here to do with wisdom, confidence and love. I bless my family members, my friends with joy, with healthiness, with long life, with perfect health. I bless all my relationships with understanding. I bless everything and everyone with light and divine order. May everything and everyone in my life feel the joy and happiness which I will radiate from now on. And then see this beautiful golden light flowing into every single aspect of your life. Give yourself a hug. You can even physically embrace yourself with your hand on your heart and say thank you for being who you are and say thank you for the success that you're creating, for the clarity and for the wisdom that you've just activated right now in your life. And with that, slowly and gently come back to your body, to here and now. Take a deep breath in. And as you open your eyes, come back and check with your soul what is the one thing that I need to remember from this podcast <laughs> that um, that will change my life for the better and maybe also ask is there anyone I need to share this podcast with that will help this person to improve and change their life and if so who could it be thank you Gosha that was beautiful wasn't yeah. it <clears throat> I'm a bit speechless yes <laughs> Oh. I, I had so many insights during mm. that. Mm. Uh, and so and I know the listeners um, will probably be uh, yeah, have the same experience. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, that was beautiful. What a lovely way to finish. Mm. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been. I'm so happy that I've spent this this morning with you. You know, I, I can imagine um, a podcast that goes on and on the whole day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like that too that feels like so many so many things that we could talk about we'll have to get you back on and we can build on this experience that would be amazing yeah and um yeah we, and, and I'm sure that we'll we will get some because we have different 
platforms for people to engage um, on uh, Instagram, the Whispers of the Soul podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And sometimes people will engage and give feedback there. And I'm, I'm sure they'll be doing that for this yeah. episode. So we'll make yeah. sure that we send that to you as well. Um, but yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. My pleasure. And I'm looking forward to coming back on because we've got so many things to talk about. We have. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for listening. So if you would like to connect to us elsewhere in the multiverse, well, you can. You can find me, Sally, at thecreativeyou.co.uk or on Instagram as the.creative.u. For Sibby, her website is healingrights.com and she's also on Instagram as Sibby Rights. Lots of love. See you soon.